Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. Football is back, and so is winning season at MyBookie. NFL, college football, and a brand new cash-out system give you options to bet and win all season long. First two legs of your parlay hit, cash out early and use the funds on another bet, or let it ride for the chance at a bigger payday. Use early cash outs as a tool to stay in control of the action at MyBookie. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag now and register an account for free. When you're ready to make your first deposit, just use promo code TSUS to grab a welcome bonus on the house. That's promo code TSUS to claim your deposit bonus and, for a limited time, a free chip to use in the MyBookie Casino. You can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TS. U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Tell me, you did not have West Virginia minus three last night. Oh, no, I had the over. Absolutely okay. smashed the over at 49. I tell you what, I, I felt good about the over. I got, had it at 49 and a half uh, into the first quarter. It was 10 to seven. You know, it was slow at first, and Houston ran that kickback. You always love special teams touchdowns with overs. Uh, and then I could tell after the first three or four drives in the second half that it was going to hit. But I'm telling you, last night, I had the SMU TTP over 30 and a half wild that it hit <laughs> wild that it hit one of those which means they're going to take one away from me this weekend i'm just getting ready for it you like anything tonight on the board talk a little gambling yeah i, I know we yeah, got uh, i mean Colorado it's, Stanford it's late look i like the under in fresno state utah state you know fresno state's backup quarterback's gonna have to play um they're going to play in elevation for the second straight week on a short week they went to wyoming and laramie uh, now they're going out to logan utah i don't think you'd be crazy to sprinkle some on Utah State plus four and a half. But Fresno State doesn't turn the ball over. Uh, Utah State does turn the ball over. I think it's going to be kind of a slower game. I mean, it's hard for me not to put everything on Colorado to cover. I mean, I've watched Stanford play. I mean, we're not – this isn't a reading test or like a, uh, you know, law dissertation or, or a thesis on when sunlight meets oxygen or whatever the hell they talk about over there. So, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know how you don't take Colorado uh, to cover. But I'm dropping my Cranthagorean theorem – parlay here in a little bit so just where the scientists have gotten together had to fire somebody last week but other than that it's all good yeah i think uh, our friends at prize picks i think the over under on shador sanders passing yards tonight is like 349 and a half so they are they're yeah. expecting him to go off which I, I mean again we've all watched stanford play football this year so it makes sense mm -hmm. uh jake let's get right into it this weekend slate of games obviously south Carolina, florida i actually watched you guys video on youtube this morning breaking down this game and I saw your tweet. You locked in Gamecocks minus two and a half. Um, you know, I, I thought the interesting thing when you guys were talking to our good friend Chris Marler, you know, it's it's this is a game that really I think the beauty of college football is reflected because if you zoom out the SEC scope or the national scope, certainly this isn't a game that's going to determine any champions or anything like that. But for these two respective fan bases, I mean, this is a massive game and you know, fairly or unfairly, the loser in this one, that fan base is going to be a complete yeah. mess. And, Jake, I think that's what's so interesting is, like, from what I can tell this week, for whatever reasons, their own reasons, right, both fan bases are expecting the worst, and it's like somebody has to win the game, right? So yeah. what, your, your thoughts on the, on the way, like, the hype and the hoopla surrounding the game, the coaches, you know, some people are saying, like, whoever loses this one's on the hot seat. I think that's a little aggressive, but – I will say in the scope of the 2023 season for each of these teams, you know, it's, it's, it's a big game. It, it's a big game for each respective program. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and I mean, you got to look what time of the year it comes. You know, it's like halfway through the year. So if you're wanting to build momentum to this finish, right, if you want to maybe turn it around a little bit from what you, you know, if you're feeling down about your season, this is one that you need to win. Uh, when you look at it from both standpoints, neither one of these coaches is getting fired if they lose this game. Uh, I, I don't think either one, of, uh, either one of them are getting fired regardless of what happens at the end of the year. But I will say that when I look at, at South Carolina and I look at kind of, you know, Shane coming out in this press conference and talking about, you know, we overachieved early and, and everybody expects us to win nine or ten games this year. It's not really how it works. I, I, I think if you lose this one, if South Carolina loses this one, which I don't think they will, you're going to hear those those that chirping keep happening, right? It's going to be tough in the back end. And I think it makes next year a very hot year for Shane Beamer to show big progress. And I mean, by, by year four, you know, year four and year five, you need to show progress, right? You, you need to have that one big year. Uh, but I, I don't think he's in, in trouble by, by any means. Uh, and I think they're going to win this game. And when it comes to Billy Napier, I don't think he's in trouble either. I don't think Scott Strickland's going to fire him if he loses this game. And Florida is Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde on the road and at home. Uh, but if you look at both schedules, this is one where, you know, you're always technically outside of a very few amount of coaches. At this level, you're always on the hot seat. You're always a bad two to three game stretch away from people putting you on the hot seat. But I legitimately think you lose this one. You lose this one. Then that next year, even for Billy, who they've got an absolute, I mean, their schedule next year is like getting jumped by a group of ninjas. Uh, now we're talking legitimate, you better show progress. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And I would agree with you, Jake, on, on the Billy Napier thing, especially. They're not going to pay him $31 million no. after year two to no. get him out of there. Again, like you mentioned, you've locked in Gamecocks minus two mm -hmm. and a half. What do you like about South Carolina in this one? Is there a certain matchup or certain facet of the game you think they have the advantage? Obviously, we all know, and the low-hanging fruit is Florida. They've been terrible on the road. South Carolina turns into a different beast at home for whatever reason. 3.30 kickoff at Williams-Brice Stadium. 
I like the under 51 in this game. I think yeah. this is a lower scoring game. But how do you see this game going? What's the flow of the game like? And why you think South Carolina comes out on top? Yeah, you know, this is the game I picked South Carolina to win before the season with the prediction that I have, John Edward. Like, I love how you bring that up. Like, it's not <laughs> going exactly that way right now, uh, even with a win this weekend. Here's, here's what I think. I think one team has Spencer Rattler and the other one doesn't. Like, obviously, when you look at, at Florida and South Carolina, yeah, Florida's terrible on the road. It's amazing how, how, how well they can run the ball at home. And now when they go on the road, whether it's to Utah, whether it's to, to Kentucky, uh, they're not able to run the ball. And you're going to be out your starting center. And listen, I know South Carolina's front seven on defense isn't very good. Let's, let's be honest, right? You want to know who's really on the hot seat? I think, I think Coach White's on the hot seat. That's who I think's on the hot seat. But I think they find a way to limit Florida. And the difference is, and South Carolina's not great up front of the offensive line either. I don't think South Carolina's going to have a ton of success running the ball. But one team, one team has Spencer Rattler. And he's playing at home. The other team does not have Spencer Rattler. And they're playing on the road. Now, does that mean that Graham won't make a few throws? I think he'll make a couple throws. I think Pearsall's a dog. They have a couple pieces. But I don't think they'll run the ball well enough to be able to open up the play-action game and the passing game down the field. And I think you're going to see Spencer, because Florida's not bad in the front seven on defense. I don't trust South Carolina to be able to run the ball very well. I think South Carolina does a good job of complementing the run game with that quick passing game, try and substitute it like they did early against Georgia. But this is a game, two things are going to happen. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. You ready for it? All right, just, just you ready? Everybody, Let's go. You ready? You ready? Uh, this is a game where South Carolina makes that huge special teams play that separates them, I think. Uh, John Ever, you know I love you, by the way, bro. Uh I think whether it's a punt return, whether it's a kickoff return, whether it's a block punt, whether it's a fake punt, this is the game where a huge special teams play happens. And I think Spencer Rattler, this game, just like he has all year, the two most important players of their team both have Carolina in the last of their team's name. It's Drake May and it's Spencer Rattler. I think Spencer Rattler carries this team and throws for over 275 yards, 300 yards, has two at least two touchdowns passing and a rushing touchdown. That's what's going to happen in this game. And I, and I think happen. that would be I think that would be the recipe for victory. And it's Jake, it's kind of ironic you say that because I was actually asked earlier this week about like a key to the game for South Carolina, what have and I mean the again, the low-hanging fruit, the obvious, you know, block somebody and tackle somebody, line of scrimmage play, whatever, win up front. But I do agree with you that even when South Carolina has done those things, when they've been their best under Shane Beamer, they've made big plays, maybe even scoring plays in unconventional facets. And to your point, you've talked about. That's what Beamer Ball is. It's using the entire team to beat you, not just one or even just two facets yeah. of the game. And I think if South Carolina is going to win this game tomorrow, they're probably going to need that. They're going to need that big play. They're going to need spe like, at least for momentum, even if nothing else, even if it's not a scoring play, to flip the field, to flip the game on its head. They're going to need that big play to show itself. Yeah. Um, switching gears, Jake, just a little bit, because you mentioned Shane Beamer, his comments at his Tuesday presser, and he also went in depth on – the comments that Mark Stoops made, and of course, Gamecock football, Gamecock athletics, the social media accounts, they saw the opportunity, of course, to run with that, promote their NIL collectives. And I, I want to get your take on Mark Stoops specifically and what he had to say about the Georgia program, about NIL, and then, of course, Shane Beamer using that platform to push it. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a reality in college football and college athletics, but uh, two very different approaches, I think, about going the, the way those two guys went about it, talking about NIL and the need for it at their respective schools. Yeah, well, first off, uh, I think it may be a great shirt idea that just popped in my head. I'm an entrepreneur. This is what I do. It's Beamer Ball. Mm -hmm. And on the back it says, is Teamer Ball. 
Um, there you go. Uh, so look, <laughs> what Mark Stoops said, you know what's funny? Like in the NIL era, can you imagine if a head coach said this about another coach pre-NIL era? It's like, well, you know, Georgia's buying all their players. <laughs> like we all know. It's amazing what the NIL era has opened up. Now you can just blatantly say they're buying players when we all know everybody was buying players. Look, Mark Stoops, people don't just players don't go to Georgia just for the NIL, right? We all know that money talks at the end of the day. I'm not disputing that, but money talks in a different way over there. Georgia is a minor league team for the NFL. And in in spe- specificity, the Philadelphia Eagles. Whatever genius Jonah Hill savant goodwill hunting person over there at the Eagles that was like, why don't we just build an NFL team out of Georgia and Bama is literally can probably solve a Rubik's cube in under 15 seconds. But you go to Georgia because that pipeline in the NFL, that's way more money. That's way more money than you're getting in the NIL over time. So that's part of it. But I think Mark Stoops at a place like Kentucky is right. He just said it to the wrong people. Like is I know for a fact that Mark Stoops can talk to any donor at Kentucky at any point in time through a back channel or through his phone. That is something you say to them in person or on the phone. You don't say it to the fans. You gain nothing from that. Was he wrong? No. Georgia has a better NIL situation than Kentucky in football. If anything, if I was Mark Stoops, I'd have said, you know what? Maybe all this money that y'all are giving to basketball, who does less with more than anybody, maybe you could give some to the football team. Hell, he owes Calipari one. Calipari has trashed him, you know, a, a, a year ago. So th- I would rather you said that because here's the two problems. One, when you say it like that to the media and to the fans, you make the players in the locker room feel like they're not good enough. Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to go out here and run into another human being full speed if you don't think as all this stuff? I know Mark Stoops after practice sitting like, all right, everybody gather around. Now, listen, you guys are not as good as George's players. <laughs> okay, Ricky, especially you. I'm surprised you're even here. Like, no, that's that's not how that works. It's Football is a confidence game. It is a game that's built on, on borderline arrogance, narcissism. It's a gladiator sport. So now you've said that they're not as good as George's players. And the second thing, and, and to me, this is, is the, the lesser of, of the two evils when it comes down to it, is it, it just makes you sound broke. Like, these, these, it just makes you sound broke. Like, n- nobody wants, like, wh- why am I going to the gas station and Mark Stoops is hanging out asking me for a couple dollars? Like, like no, nobody, no, that doesn't show a, a instill a sense of, hey, man, these, these guys believe they're for real. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's almost like an Oliver Twist moment. So I I, I don't like the way it came off, came off. I think he had. I think he's right, but I don't think he said it to the right people. Always ask yourself this. I was told one of the smartest coaches I ever worked for always said this. He's like, when you're talking to the media, are you going to say something? Always ask yourself this: Is this helping the team? Is what I am saying helping the team? I don't think any anything that Mark Stoop said helped the team and that's uh, right thing wrong group jake continuing with the week seven slate lsu at death valley will host the auburn tigers this is one of the most fun rivalries in the sec and i feel like jake you know you have a great rivalry when you have multiple games that have their own nickname i think that's how you know things get a bit sideways in the series i like auburn plus 11 man i 
I, what what you're I know Blaine kind of got a put through the ringer for I I don't know is he picking Auburn to win is that did I hear that correctly yeah man so I mean, so what like, like what what, what chance do you give Auburn to pull this upset because it's 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 deficiency on deficiency with that Auburn offense and that LSU oh. defense. Yeah, look, uh, when it comes down to Auburn passing game and, and LSU's passing defense, it's it's an old-fashioned cripple it's a, fight. It's a mid-off. It's a mid-off. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a cripple fight. It's like, uh, what did I say on the radio this morning? It's like two blind guys having a sword fight. Like, it just, it's going to be ugly regardless, and it's probably somewhat dangerous. Uh, here's, here's my thing with Auburn. Here's what I don't trust, okay? I watched Peyton Thorne go on the road at Cal and look shell-shocked at Cal, okay? Which isn't exactly, you know... Hey, don't exactly feel like Owen Wilson in behind enemy lines uh, over there. So then you go out to, to Kyle Field, the 12th man, and he looked shook, shook. I mean, I I'm, couldn't even get to the check down. It, it was it was that bad. Any sort of pressure, and he just absolutely fell apart. And if you and that was at 11, okay, you're going to Death Valley at night. It's like I was telling Rafino the other day. That's it's basically Mordor. Like, you walk in, and there's just, like, orcs being born in the swamp in the mud, just walking out. You're getting flicked off by kids that three hours ago were legitimately playing with Legos for fun. Like, it, it's just, I don't trust you down there. But there's some other things I don't trust. I don't trust Auburn's wide receiver group. I think Auburn's going to be able to run the ball. But the biggest question is, how much motion is Hugh Freeze? How much are they going to do on third and threes, third and fours, and third and fives to be able to throw the ball in the quick and intermediate passing game? they can do that they'll have a chance a chance but here's where you get the dagger in you right here's where the garlic meets the vampire auburn has no pass rush i think lsu right now is the best offense in the country i'll say it i think they got a better offensive line than usc right i think caleb williams is better than Jaden daniels but I, I i don't think usc's offensive line is as good as lsu's if you can't generate a pass rush to get pressure you have to bring pressure and when you bring pressure, all right, outside of fire zones, right, outside of some umbrella coverage with bringing an intermediate defender, which Fortis, which you know, Florida State tried to do, right? It did, didn't work a ton, but they tried it. You're going to be skinny in the back end. And I don't see a way that LSU, that Auburn can score enough points to be able to win the game. But the worst fear is you do not want to get into track meet with LSU. Let's say it all works out. Let's say the passing game's working, the run game's working, and it's just back and forth, boom, boom, boom. LSU knows they're a one-trick pony, and it's a hell of a trick. They know their season hangs on whether the offense can go out and score 40 in, in big games. So when that happens, it's just like playing a team that shoots a lot of jump shots, makes a lot of jump shots, right? What do you want to do? You want to take the air out of the ball. You want to throw them off rhythm. Auburn has got to be able to limit LSU's possessions, and LSU's going to have to make a couple mistakes because just like I said with the Missouri game, you do not want to play LSU in a track meet because they're not going to stop scoring. They lead the categories in the SEC by a ton, by a ton. It's not even close. So, I don't know, man. I, I don't see it. I mean, there's been crazy stuff in this game, right? Earthquakes, fires. Like, apparently they found Bigfoot the other day. There's a solar eclipse that's about to happen. But I don't know, man. I, I, I It's going to be tough. Auburn's, Auburn's going to need to catch some breaks. Do you believe that was actually Bigfoot? Because I saw your tweet. Look, man, I was trying to see where Cone won't tell me where he was at that time of day. <laughs> the Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. 
Twisted tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up Show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app or head over to GameTime.co and use the promo code SPURSUP for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's promo code SPURSUP, S-P or S-U-P, for $20 off your first purchase. Game Time is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress of the ticket buying process. They have things like images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guys, you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. And also tickets, they're sent directly to your phone. So no more scrambling, searching through your email, trying to find the tickets you just bought, whether it be the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, you name it, whatever the event is, buying tickets shouldn't be stressful. And Game Time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at Game Time. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. And when you do, create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S-P or S-U-P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. LSU, by the way, you mentioned them. How surprising is it how bad they are defensively? I know, I know coaches so get way too much credit, way too much blame, but something Dude. doesn't seem right, man. Watching LSU have a bad defense, like watching your mom, like like catching her making out with the UPS driver. Like it's just who, who was it that replied? It was I think it was Pakel that replied to you and said it's like armies in five wide and and LSU's yeah, it's like yeah, it's like Iowa like, lining up in empty and just yeah. throwing it all over and it working. <laughs> well, hold on, it's like Iowa what, getting into what the universe end zone. are we That's in? What, what like. universe are we in? Yeah, it's the multiverse. Um, yeah. no, it's man, it's weird because you know they have, and, and I've said this multiple times. I think the problem that LSU has on defense is is more fixable than like let's say the one South Carolina has on the offensive line. I just don't think South Carolina has good enough players right now to be able to truly fix it 100%. Like, I watch LSU run around on some plays, and I'm like, how? Like, I'll make them, I'll watch them make one play. I'll watch Mason Smith, you know, just make an incredible play at that size. I'm like, like him and Wingo, I'm like, I don't get it. I don't understand it. And then they'll just, I don't know. It's almost like they're, they're it's either paralysis by analysis or – they're just really, really, really bad in the secondary. But then I look at their players run around, and I'm like, even if we came out of here and said, listen, we're running man free. That's it. Just go. Be good. It's easy. It's cat coverage. You have that cat. You have that cat. You have that cat. It just It's weird to see. Because I think of LSU, I think of swagger, man. I think, I think of that defense running around just melting people. It's weird to see. It's like watching a, a – it's like watching a fat girl do the rings in the Olympics and it like work. It's just, you're just not used to seeing it. <laughs>
Jake, we moved to Lexington. We were speaking on Mark Stoops earlier. They got a big one, 7.30 kickoff, uh, Kentucky and Mizzou. You could argue this game is maybe for who's going to be second in the SEC East. Both teams trying to bounce back from losses. Uh, they were built a little differently, though. Missouri with a tough, hard-fought game against LSU. Kentucky got blasted by Georgia. Um, does Devin Leary do enough to, to give I, – I just It's hard to pick Kentucky until Devin Leary shows up. Ray Davis is fantastic. Yep. Bavrigan Brown and Dane Key are really good, but I don't know what the hell we're going to get from Devin Leary. And then, you know, Brady Cook and Luther Burden and Nathaniel Pete and Cody Schrader and those guys on the Mizzou offense have got it rolling. How do you see this game? Because, again, this is just another one of those SEC coin flip type of games. And I guess if you're going to go home field, you'd go Kentucky. But I've got Mizzou in this game. Which way are you leaning in this one? God, I can't wait not to bet this game. Um, I, <laughs> I uh, Look, I mean, we, we had to pick this one on the show. I think you got two, two upset teams, but they're upset in different ways, right? Like, it seems like Missouri is just, like, disappointed. Like, they're just let down. Like, man, we had an opportunity. We were up. Could have really launched a 6-0 and into the national conversation. You know, drinks got it going. Not that they don't or, or that it's, you know, it's all, it's all you know, terrible now. Uh, but that was that could have been a big moment. And, and you had LSU. Uh, then Kentucky's just embarrassed. Like, you got embarrassed. And if you watch Cranny Company, we told you this was coming. Like, literally told you this murder was coming. It was an awful matchup for Kentucky. But you're embarrassed. Like, you got, like, your pants pulled down in front of the whole high school during the talent show. Like, it's it's like a real carry situation here. So, I'll take embarrassment over disappointment. I think, I think Kentucky can run the ball against Missouri, even though Missouri's a lot better against the run than they are against the pass. I think you'll see that play-action game really come into it. Uh, the biggest question, and, and you brought it up, and it's anytime you play Missouri, is how how do you stop Luther Burden or just limit him? I don't think stops the word. Can you just not get beat by Luther Burden? But the trick about Missouri is it's not just Luther. Weiss is a good player. Pete's a good player. Schrader's a good player. Who Schrader is banged up right with that quad. Brady Cook's a good player. Anybody that that was downing Brady Cook after that performance against LSU knows absolutely nothing, in my opinion, about how games actually work out. You had the one pick over the middle where you had that guy in drop coverage. You didn't see him underneath. Then you had one at the end where you're trying to score quickly, but you threw for 411 yards. You kept him in the game. Uh, I do like Kentucky at home because somebody has to win this game. I would not be shocked if it was a three or four overtime game, but give me the Wildcats to, to hold serve at home. To Rocky Top, Jake, Tennessee, Texas mm. A&M. This is a pair of head coaches that desperately need a W. Jimbo Fisher on the A&M side, and, of course, Josh Heupel, Tennessee. They're coming off the bye week after beating South Carolina. Um, but, you know, fans had expectations, maybe getting a double-digit wins, and I'm sure this was one they had checked off as a W in the preseason. I like Texas A&M's size, their front seven up against Tennessee's offensive front. And I mean, I think if they can do what South Carolina should have done, which is put this game on Joe Milton and make him beat you and not let that running game go wild, which is easier said than done, but if they can commit to it, I think the Aggies walk out of Knoxville with a victory. What say you? Man, I, I just – I think A&M's front seven may be the best against the run in the country. Not that they're bad in the pass rush, but they're not as elite as they are in the pass rush uh, as they are against the run. I mean, if if you watch the tape, I mean, it's like an 18-car pileup anytime any, anybody tries to run the ball. Um, they have just at every position. I mean, they got guys with mitts just putting their hands all over people. It's like a twister board out there. But when when I watch uh, A&M in the back end, they're, they're, they're just bad. They're just bad. 
I have never seen the first read open as much as it was last week for Alabama. They made it easy on Jalen Milrow. Hey, where's the first read? Oh, there he is. Just wide open. Oh, he's still there. There he is. Third and 14. Oh, that, there he is. Jermaine, hey, it's me, Jalen. Turn around here. Like it just, I was shocked, man. Blew my mind. We saw it against Miami, too. Miami did the same thing. Two totally different quarterbacks. Tyler Van Dyke, Jalen Milrow, exact same outcomes. Now, I do think Tennessee can pierce them a little bit in the run game because they run the style of system, right? If they're, if they're able to get it going and, and kind of wear them down a little bit, you know, make them stay in base, not give them a chance to substitute and really let that depth get in. Not that I think Tennessee is going to run for a lot of yards, but they'll run for enough where I think it opens up the pass game. But like you said, like I said since the offseason, some of these people, Joe Milton, SEC Player of the Year, Joe Milton, he hit a golf cart at the Manning Passing Academy from 90 yards away, but he can't throw a slant. And y'all want to crown this man SEC Player of the Year. You got to put it on Joe Milton. You got to. The question this game comes will come down to, can Joe Milton make the routine plays routine? Can you field the ground ball at short and throw the guy out at first? That's it. Joe Milton has not shown the ability to be able to do that consistently. He'll make the wow throw down the field every now and then. right? He'll throw that hole shot versus cover two, and you're like, good God. Like you can just see the jet stream behind the ball, but then all of a sudden he'll throw a basic or a dig, and it'll just it, it looked like you know a grenade exploded in his hand, or he threw a Roman candle out there. It's just can, consistency. If he does that, Tennessee's going to be open, right? Even with I know they lost a lot of talent wide receiver. I like Squirrel White. I know Brew McCoy's hurt, but if he can hit open receivers and make the routine throws routine, Tennessee will win the game. And plus, a And M on the road, it's awful, awful. Three and thirteen in true road games under Jimbo Fisher, not good. Jake, what's the energy in College Station if A&M suffers their third loss before the halfway point of October? Well, man, can it get any worse when you're out there, you know, screaming it in the woods and overalls? Um, <laughs> uh, look, I, I, I mean, it's some. It's not like they do. I always laugh. It's not like they don't have the money. Everybody's like, oh, well, look at that buyout for Jimbo Fisher. Dude, come on, have you seen their will be blood? All right, these guys are walking around their bowling alley in the bottom of their mansion just fuming. They got the money. He goes four and three. Brother, you better get hot at the end of the year. You better get hot at the end of the year. <laughs> you know, the more I look at this thing, what gets him fired, Chris? Does five and seven get him fired? I would say so, yeah. I, I, I think seven and five are worse. You could justify it. I, I think you can justify it. I think you justify it already. But I just, do they go get Mike Elko? Is that what's happening here? Mmm. Mmm. You can do it at Duke. You can do it at A&M. Yeah, something's brewing. Something's brewing. We got two big spreads in the SEC this week, Jake. Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Vandy. I mean, is it all favorites this week? Cover. Did we see an upset? Who's got the cover? Vandy? But, uh, Bama, and, both Bama cover? and Georgia. Cover. Oh, both cover. Okay. Both, both favorites cover. cover. Okay. Okay. Mm, I do have yet. Bama minus – I got Bama minus 19 and a half. Me too. I'm not touching Georgia Vandy. I don't know how Vandy – I mean, congratulations to the Commodores for getting a, a CBS game, I guess, but I, it's only going to display that butt whooping they're about to take. So, yeah, not, no, not going to be we, much to watch. We need to I, propose poor, a trade. Poor – I'm not sure if it was you or somebody else I saw talking about this, but poor Sam Pittman in Arkansas because it's, it's not going to get any better. It's not. No, it's they, not. They, no especially not this weekend. They're, they're about no. to have five straight losses. You talk no. about a guy – I think after this year, and not that Arkansas doesn't have money, but I think after this year, his buyout significantly goes down. I don't think they'll fire him after this year, but I think he will be on the absolute inferno seat 
next year at Arkansas. I, I think Sam Pittman legit it's legitimately to that point. And it's and it's tough because it was such a great fit, right? It was such a great fit, but it just shows you all perfect marriages don't work out, right? The UPS right. driver it, comes 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 there, drop that package off. Maybe it's not the only thing he's dropping off. You never know. That little one liner that reminds me it was you because I did watch that entire clip when you talked about the uh it's like the what the kid in high school that you know yeah. his house freshman year and everything's yeah. perfect and senior parents, parents are awesome. Yeah. Like they both love reading and like the outdoors <laughs> and they're funny and they just get like you know in the kitchen just laughing and hugging each other in front of everybody who don't care. Then you go over their senior year, they're getting a divorce. Like I thought this was gonna work out perfect. You guys were so happy, it was such a great fit together. Turns out it wasn't. Turns out there's a lot of other stuff going on. Turns out Pop had a temper when he got to drinking. All right. Jake, last thing before we get you out of here. Top games you're keeping an eye on this weekend. We've got UNC Miami. We've got Washington, Oregon. Mm. Uh, what catches your eye this week on the slate? And, of course, if you want to drop your picks, you're more than welcome to do so. Oregon, money line, do it. One's an elite team playing a team that's an elite offense. Uh, I would say, you know, looking at Miami, North Carolina, I think it's going to be on either one end of the spectrum or the other. Either Miami shows up and beats their brains in and plays unbelievable after what happened last year, or the first thing that goes wrong for Miami, they'll fold the tent and, and North Carolina is going to roll them. Uh, as far as betting goes, like I said, I like Oregon money line. Uh, I love Bama minus 19 and a half. I think here's a sneaky one for you. Temple, Temple and North Texas over 70. Trust me on that. There's going to be more scoring than Matthew McConaughey on Sorority Row in that one. Uh, I like the under in uh, UCLA, Oregon State, right, at uh, 54 and a half. I think that one's going to be low scoring. UCLA is a defensive team, which is just absolutely weird to think about. James Madison, minus whatever it is. They're a wagon. Absolute wagon. It's a Darius Rucker song out here. They're an absolute wagon every week. Give me James Madison. And it's one guy. Who'd have thought? Just one guy. Just one guy, man. It's crazy how they keep doing it. Just one guy. Jake yeah. Crane of Crane and Company. Always a blast, Jake. I appreciate you taking the time, man. Let everybody know where they can check out all of you guys' work. I know you got tons of content coming out this weekend with your mm -hmm. what your game day show tomorrow morning, Sunday recap, and then of course all throughout the week. Yeah, man, we have content dropping left and right. Uh, this is this is what we love to do. So we do a lot of it. Uh thank uh as usual, it's always fun to come on here, chop it up with you guys. Uh the easiest way, YouTube. Crane and Company, C-R-A-I-N and Company. You can do it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that stuff. Uh, also, you know, like you mentioned, we have those shows coming up this weekend. We have live calls on a live chat. We go live each weekday morning, 7.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern, 6.30 a.m. to 8 a.m. Central. Come hang out with us. We talk all of it. Like I said, take live questions. Have a good time with me and my uh, two other uh, uh, co-hosts, my brother and, and David Cohn, who played quarterback at Michigan. No, not the pitcher. Apparently, there's a guy parading around named pretending to be named David Cohn that supposedly pitched for the, the Yankees and the Mets. But uh, no, Chris, it's always fun, buddy. Jake, you're the man. We'll talk soon. I appreciate it. See ya.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.